whole world, Marty, is in your hands, Dana. There is no other way. You have to be strong. And welcome back to the Fear Response Podcast. We're so glad to have you. And not only do we have you this time, we also have a special guest. We have Kate from the Nightlight Horror Movie Club um, here to help us out. Hello. Hi. Hi, Kate. And we're so delighted to have you. And yeah, we were talking off mic a little bit about mm-hmm. um, about one another's podcast. And yours is now in my rotation, which is great. Oh, my God. Oh my God, fangirling, because as, and I did say this off mic, and I'm definitely going to say it on mic, because guys, I hope you guys know that this is a very good podcast. Like, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I've tried to listen to a lot of podcasts. I've, you know, guested on podcasts. And um, mm-hmm. honestly, so many of them have the same narrative. And John and Jenna, you guys have just such a unique narrative such a unique take on horror movies that I know that whenever I pick up even though it's a movie I've seen a million times before Mm. like Midnight Mass which I just covered also on our pod and I've seen eight billion times honestly Mm. I should talk to my therapist about that (laughs) but then I listen to what you guys have to say and how you dissect scenes and it's just fascinating how you apply like your mental health knowledge and education to horror it's incredible and I'm a very big fan thank Thank you you so so much (laughs) Oh my god! We are siblings. So. <laughs> I know. I was like, that was that was a sibling moment. Like, yeah. That's very cute. But that's very kind of you. Thank you. We we really appreciate it. And yours is just uh, I found yours is really fun to listen to because it could be about a really dark, terrible to watch movie, but <laughs> yours and and Ariana's energy is just really fun to listen to too. So it's <laughs> like it's kind of a fun way to revisit these movies that I really liked. But like when I'm driving in my car or sitting at my desk working, like I'm not going right. to I don't want to be like down in the dumps with some of these. Yeah. movies. So it's a nice way to do it. Yeah. I, I yeah. Because Ariana, as I've mentioned um, to right. you guys earlier, <laughs> it has a penchant for the most depressing shit ever. Yeah. And yeah. I just I'm just like, let's just stab someone in the face and call it a day. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to kind of like go back and forth with the different types of horror. And there's definitely infighting <laughs> in the best way, in the sibling yeah. way that I'm sure you guys are used to. Yeah, well, and, and we're the same. Like we can we're like uh, within us exists a Kate and an Ariana, basically. <laughs> I think one on, on your shoulder. <laughs> because like yes. we, we're super down to like watch someone have a 10 minute fight with Mrs. Voorhees on the beach. Yeah. But we're also <laughs> down for like, you know, the hereditaries or, or, or the uh-huh. Babadook. We're big fans. You or, know what I mean? Yeah, even the witch, which is our like the witch is our, our new one next, that we'll have our soon. Coming episode. It's That's pretty great. Ariana's like favorite movie. Honestly. No way, really. She, yeah, well, she's obsessed with the witch. We well, had it's a great incredible. Time. We, we loved it. revisiting it. I'm like, damn, this movie's really well done, actually. Mm-hmm. But it actually is. You would probably maybe you'd appreciate like the twins in that movie. If you know you, what I mean? If like, you've seen it recently. The twins are cracking yes. us up revisiting that <laughs> yeah. movie. Yes. The twins are what I'm desperately holding on to <laughs> in that movie. Bring them back. Let them do some silly shit yeah. for like two seconds. Oh, back to Thomason. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. More <laughs> Thomason like, stuff. Now the mom's oh, getting her God. boob pecked at by a crow. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh that's nice. <laughs> I be not Mercy. I be the witch of the wood and I've come to steal ye. <laughs> I do. I will say I said that to my husband for like two weeks after I watched that movie. I be the witch of the woods. Does, <laughs> does your husband watch horror movies with you? He mostly. So my husband... 
is he didn't really watch movies period until we met like 10 years ago like he just didn't he was just raised in a house that didn't and whenever i kind of started showing him horror movies the ones that he would hold on to and really like were sci-fi so Mm. he's my sci-fi man like annihilation obsessed with that oh that's a good one vivarium i don't know if you guys have seen vivarium no i have not oh my god are you guys sci-fi people yes no not really totally Probably not like um, not as big on like the sci-fi fantasy stuff. Yeah, me too. Not because not intentionally, but just I I don't know much about like Star Wars and stuff. Annihilation we loved. Um, any yes. kind of first contact movie we're gonna absolutely be excited about. Like um, what was that really Arrival? good one? Arrival. Arrival's yeah. really Arrival's good. incredible. Fucking amazing. Yeah. That's contact really is neat. one of my top movies, but again, those right. aren't really horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But your your Annihilation episode was so interesting, too, because they did play with some, like, real science there and not so well at oh, times, yeah. right? So they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, like, uh, what was it? What was it? They have, like, a, a super high-level university class on, like, mitosis, which we probably they learned about in grade six. They were talking about cell right? division in, like, a PhD <laughs> lecture. And she gave this, like, ridiculous monologue ahead of time. And then she's like, anyway, let's talk about mitosis. I'm like. Yeah, if you'll take your attention to your microscope with an onion. Uh, <laughs> literally let's go back to sixth grade chil- children yeah. that and whenever someone car there was like this big moment where they like carve into someone's body and ariana and i do surgery so like we <laughs> yeah. kind of know how to do that and what you don't need to do is carve a full square cube <laughs> out of the body and then you like <laughs> just pull it down like a sheet yeah yeah just like do- one cut is fine one cut and then you can retract and they're like nah no take the whole thing off take the whole thing away oh yeah just take it off it's fine i'm like "Mm." i think i remember Mm -hmm. that too that was the oscar isaac scene that he was yes yes yeah and it's like they just kind of cut his body and they're like as you can see we've peeled back his skin and here are his intestines (laughs) and they're wiggling and i'm like where were his muscles (laughs) wiggling yeah don't worry about those they're gone they're don't worry about it (laughs) yeah yeah here's the skin Straight to the like, intestines. So what Straight I wa- to the bowel. If you take anything from this lecture, what I want you to know is that the nucleus is the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> <laughs> the mitochondria. The mitochondria. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Back, back to your heat. Yeah, you damn This is terrible. Right this is public education in Canada. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah, so we're all together here. Um, Kate <laughs> is a vet, a small animal vet, did you say? Yeah, dogs and cats. Amazing. So the the theme that ties this team here together is horror and health, but just horror in very health. different extremities of yep. the healthcare field. And even John and I, like within mental health, we're still in very different oh, areas, yeah. regions of the field. Like he works with kids. I never do. Um, and I work in the inpatient hospital setting. He works in the community. So like it's, I mean, yeah. th- that sounds like that maybe sounds like nitpicking, but it's like our, our bread right. and butter the day in and day out of our jobs is very different. Totally yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, my, 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 both of my sisters are in healthcare too. I don't know if you guys knew that, but like, no, my little sister is in her fellowship in Palm Crit and so pulmonary critical care. And my older sister does ER. Wow. Human. But again, their days look so different than my days. Right. And even between the two of them are different. Uh, and I don't know anything about mental health that I didn't get from people that I paid money to tell me. So I am so excited to hear y'all. Same, same. And are those all your siblings? I have a brother also. He does interior design and art. And oh, he went in one. such a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. He's like, he seems like you guys got that kind of under control over there. 
Yeah, you guys got so it. Cool. You're holding down the fort on the clinical side of things. I'm going to yep. go do art. I'm going to make art. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. make healthy choices. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Austin. Yeah, yeah. Good I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of my health. You guys can yeah. take yeah. care of other people. Everybody else's. Um, but I would like to see if I can trigger Kate. Um <laughs> so <laughs> you said do, she guy. said she was an open book. We should be fine. Um yeah. tell me about your mother. No, not like that. <laughs> um but uh, so I have two dogs. One of them okay. is like a medium sized mutt. Since day one, she's been the greatest dog in the world, the best. But I also have my wiener dog. But what I was wondering is, like, with this wiener dog, um, what kind of, like, raw natural diet do you think would be best for him <laughs> since he's only a couple generations removed from basically, you know, he's hunting rabbits, right? He's essentially a wolf. Basically, yeah. 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 Well, normally I would say, you know, the natural diet of, like, rotting meat mm, okay bones, good which good for some reason people think is good for your dog but since he's a wiener dog you're gonna want organic hot dogs only okay i think i think he would be happy to hear that actually <laughs> I think he will too. a little mustard but that's it well yeah i think wiener dogs oh, are supposed so to eat funny. things shaped like them so that it just sits shaped nicely like in it their sits belly more nicely in yeah. the stomach that's okay just only tube shaped foods i'm glad yeah, i asked because i've been feeding yeah. him kibble so no, no, just line them like up. Like a horrible, horrible pet owner. I that's a, that's a literal argument I get into every single day. <laughs> is people trying to explain to me that they're like French bulldog is a wolf something that's like, like a genetic abomination, and you're like, well, yeah. he's related to a wolf, so he should probably be eating like bones. Yeah, let's just feed him bones. <laughs> but please, by all means, the Shih Tzu that sleeps <laughs> yeah. in bed with your granddaughter, feed it raw pork. Yeah, that's yeah, a great feed, idea. feed it raw meat for sure. <laughs> Well, yeah. that makes me feel nicely smug because my dog only eats kibble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I digress. Um, yeah. And on that note, we've got some questions for you, Kate. For me? For you. <laughs> yes, you're the subject of our investigation. We promise to try to turn off our professional lens when we're asking you questions. Oh, so that okay. I'm not, go not going to diagnose her responses? We're not going to accidentally kind of psychoanalyze her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, please do. You'll save me a fortune. Well, sounds certifiable <laughs> yeah. to me. Oh, geez. Yeah. So I was wondering, um, how did you get into horror as a genre, like as a person? Yeah, that would be my dad who um, tried to get all of us into it quite young. My mom was very particular <laughs> about like what kind of we were being exposed to in media. Like we weren't allowed to watch SpongeBob. That was short lived. Okay. Um, she was like anything that she didn't like or that she thought would make us dumber. Um, so horror counted. And my dad, whenever my mom wasn't home, would be like, you want to watch American Werewolf in London? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. So I was probably like eight awesome. whenever he showed wow. me. The first movie I ever saw was Silver Bullet. Yeah, young. And he tried kind of with all of us. Um, and I was the only one that was like, that it stuck. Mm. And I was like, let's go. And it mm -hmm. became like me and my dad's thing. Like we would like watch yeah. The best, yeah. And of course, he, my dad, he would, because, you know, he's, like, from, like, 68 or something like that. So he would watch mm. all these 80s movies. And so I kind of have, nice. like, a special affinity for, like, the camp, the gore, yep. um, things like that. Versus, you know, Ariana. Ariana, my co-host, got into horror as, like, a teenager, like, on her own. Mm -hmm. And so she was raised, like, with the, a lot of remakes, you know. Of course. And, um, yeah. Like Hills Have Eyes and things like that. And mm -hmm. so she has like a very different perspective of horror that I've noticed. But for me, horror is very like 
family, very comforting. That's so yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Jenna and I have, um, we have kind of the same relationship with a few things like Law and Order, the original yes. one. We would watch that um, with dun, dun, Columbo, yep. uh, Lord of the Rings, things like that. Oh, God. Yeah. We're big Lord of the Rings people. Yeah. Big, yeah. Big, big. So my, are we. My, my yes. gerbil's name was Gimli. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my dad's childhood dog's name was Bilbo. Yeah. So it goes way back. Like from the books. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. my God. <laughs> I grew up. I grew up reading those books, or by read. My mom read them to me. Oh, nice! Um, yeah, so I remember reading. Uh, whenever spoiler alert, you guys, Frodo <laughs> quote dies. Spoiler alert for Lord of the Rings. Um, whenever um, I keep wanting to call her Aragog, Shelob gets mm. Frodo, and me and my little sister like locked ourselves in the closet and we're like crying, like. You did not bring us this far for him to fucking die. And my mom was like, it's fine. It's fine. Come out. It's fine. He'll be okay. I promise it's not that bad. Your mom must be like an evocative storyteller. <laughs> yeah, that you were so scared. <laughs> she is. She's the fantasy. My dad's the horror. That's so, so neat. Together, yeah, but every time that one of us um, graduated high school, we would get a, we, I have it right over there. We all would get a copy of The Hobbit, a hardback copy of The Hobbit. Aww. That's like our graduation. That's present. so nice. <laughs> That's cute. And I love that you just mixed up fantasy spiders. Like it's Aragog. <laughs> oh. it's, or it's she. Oh, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, wrong magical fantasy spider. Wrong, wrong fantasy spider. <laughs> what about, are there any horror movies within the past five years or so that you really like or were standouts for you pearl yeah Ooh, we, we haven't yes. seen that we saw x and loved it we so saw like, x and loved it so and we then should see pearl. and there's gonna be maxine as well right i am i am yes maxine it's gonna be set in the 80s it's gonna follow the events of x okay we loved x we thought it was incredible loved x yeah so um pearl any others pearl um in the last five years. Yeah, just like some of the more one, recent ones. ones. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is one of my oh. favorites. I'm obsessed with that movie. I was saying to her, my favorite part, like my favorite part is when they're all mad at each other and they start kind of weaponizing the the therapy language. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, That's such a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're silencing me. You're gaslighting me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Shut a great one. Fuck up, Alex. <laughs> it's just a great movie. So and, and I look, you might notice a thread of these are... Well, Pearl is dark. Pearl is dark, but mm -hmm. it's I've only it's seen like, like clips of it gray. because the that one bit got Ooh. went viral where she's like, "I'm a star." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. That's all you I've guys seen. have to like. We really do. Run, don't walk to Pearl. <laughs> yeah. So, what are some movies that are standouts for you guys, like in terms of like recent movies? Oh, now I'm gonna I'm gonna draw a blank. I should have prepared. Sure. I asked her this question. I didn't. Oh, expect her how to... the turntables! <laughs> oh, how the turntables! Indeed. Um, I did really like Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. We loved. I wonder how old Host is. Oh yeah, that Remember was from, that was from uh, COVID time. Host is crazy good. Host yeah. is so good. Host was just on one of our polls, and it didn't. Nope. I'm like, you guys are sleeping on this. They movie. are. Yeah. They don't realize how good it is and because it's incredible. They don't. I feel like we didn't expect much of it because we're like, okay, it's one of these like kind of gimmicky. It's all takes place over yeah, Zoom, so, so effective, it, it might though. be kind of silly, but it was like legitimately very scary. Um. So yeah, loved that one. I've quite liked the new the new Scream ones. Yes. I'm a ride or die scream person though. Like I always like I don't have any tattoos, but like me and my little brother, are, like when are we getting the ghost face tattoo? Uh. Like, is it happening? <laughs> I think I'm gonna wait for the franchise to finish like completely, just so they can't just like throw something terrible at the end <laughs> that then yep. you're associated with. I think <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so far, I've I've really enjoyed what they've done, and I feel like that's more of like a classic horror franchise where they're doing 
tropey things, but like You're right. it's fun. It's different. Yeah, oh yeah. So, I always look forward to those. Thank you. What what is that Irish one we really loved? Oh, uh, caveat. Caveat. We really liked too. It's um, that was scary. It might be on Shutter. It's on Shutter. Don't know if you have. Shutter. I have Shutter. I have Shutter. Hold on. I'm looking it's good. At, I'm looking it up. It's really it good. Sounds familiar. So sorry. I have to know what this is because I feel like I've seen yeah. a poster for it. Oh shit! Yeah. Um. What the fuck? <laughs> Are you it's, guys okay? It. Oh, you know what? What is this thing? It's not okay. It's not like grim. It's weird, but it's not like grim and dark. I wouldn't say it's just like this unsettling. Is... <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> oh, we liked Black Phone a lot. Yeah, I loved Black. Oh, Black Phone. Phone. Black Phone was very much like throwback to yeah, like, hundred percent and insidious. Kids on bikes. You're right. Like yeah, 80s. yes, yeah, yeah. But it was like, um, do you know what I loved about it? I loved that like these like little kid ghosts were like heroes and like fighting back from yes. beyond the grave against yeah. the guy who killed them like that was I, really a i nice loved thing. it like and it seems so weird but i'm like oh there's so much like heart in that and like makes me want to cry no, no. <laughs> when i like, oh my god do you know what's like remember the teenage <laughs> yeah, boy ghost no, the two of you jesus <laughs> do you remember the teenage boy ghost who was like uh he was yeah. like i'm not doing this to help you i'm doing it to say fuck him or whatever and oh, was all like yes. angry i'm like yeah be angry he Your was life like uh, short. he was like billy almost from stranger yeah. things he was like a little yeah, badass he was all, like, kid with like the long punky 80s <laughs> hair like yeah loved that one we we really loved invisible man invisible yeah, man invisible was man incredible doctor sleep really, possessor yeah. i'm writing these down you know what else did you catch violent night last year at christmas time violent night is that the one with um, that hot guy in it? Hopper. Yes, from... yes. The guy from yeah. Stranger Things. Yes. It is. Judith says, yeah. Oh, wait, does <laughs> yes, she mean John Le- Le- uh, John Leguizamo? <laughs> yeah, is Maybe. that what you mean? The He's guy who plays Sid and Ice Age? He's in it. Oh, my God. Well, if Sid's there, <laughs> I'm there. We really like that on one. My list. It was fun. It was on our Christmas poll for last year, but it's on Hulu um, now, so I've, I have it on my list. for my, my mom actually just told me to watch that yesterday. No so. way. <laughs> okay, now I've got an even harder question then. Hit me. What is your favorite horror movie ever? The Thing. Oh, oh wow, that was fast. Nice. Yeah. No one could ever one. criticize thing. you for saying The Thing. It's so good. What's your favorite horror movie ever? My favorite horror movie ever is The Exorcist. That's Ariana's favorite horror movie. <laughs> I know, but it's not yours. Time. It's not mine. I'm so sorry, <laughs> no, John. Offended. It's nothing personal. And it upsets my dad very much that I don't <laughs> oh. have the respect for the exorcist and what's my favorite i'm sorry your favorite is your oh jaws sorry jaws, jaws yes jaws oh these are very good choices <laughs> you know we're, we're all here for some classics which i really like uh the thing is incredible we love the thing and um and there's so I'm much lore big, around um, it practical effects uh, yeah. is like to be a prop master on the thing and like make some fucked up huskies and like yeah heads <laughs> that'd be legs. amazing right and then like blow them up like oh yeah it, oh my god okay so why don't you tell us a bit about your podcast too and and how it got going like yeah. wh- how did you decide to have one how did you start yeah. it and all this stuff I started in my fourth year of vet school which is an interesting time to start that's uh, insane. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clinical year. So I was in my clinical year of school, which means like I wake up at three and I three a.m. and I go to bed at two a.m. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I've got to have a life outside of this. And everyone's like, have a hobby, have a hobby, do yoga, do this. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't really like yoga. So 
I and I like horror movies and I talk a lot. So I was like, let's do a horror podcast. So I started one. I was horrified to do it because like to put yourself out there, (laughs) it's really scary. I remember being like, even if it's just two people, it's fine. Two people's fine. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of stuck with it because I it gave me something to do outside because guys as you guys know like our work is if we let it take over our lives it very easily can yeah and I like it's very hard to leave stuff at home or it's oh, leave stuff at work yeah so being able right. to go home and immediately like be like I'm gonna go into something that I love something that's not real um something that's kind of a way of dealing with trauma also mm-hmm. and make it fun and talk to people I like about it and fight about it and get opinionated. <laughs> um, and also like we're, we're truly a club. So like we call ourselves the nightlight horror movie club. Cause I like, we really are. It's like a, like we have a discord channel. Our Patreon is really active. We're really active with people on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm terrible at posting, but I like talking to people. <laughs> and so I get to learn from other, like, it's like I found all my horror weirdos just like all hmm. over the world. Yeah. And so we all get to like talk about what we like. We have like different um, like on our discord too. It's like, you'll have people who want to talk more about um, like strictly the horror stuff. Like yep. let's talk about the story. Other people want to just share horror mo- memes. And we also <laughs> now have like a little witchy coven in the discord. That's like, this is my simmer pot for solstice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is my tarot readings that I did today. And interesting. It's just, it's just grown into like a, a full blown family. So every other week, we do we cover a horror movie that the club votes on Mm -hmm. and it's patreons who get to vote um and the weeks in between we do mini sods where we kind Mm -hmm. of i call it like our hyper focus of the week it's just like something that we find interesting that could loosely be in the realm of spoopy so like (laughs) true crime or like what happens when we die do Mm -hmm. aliens exist let's talk about reincarnation let's talk about a murder castle that was found in ireland just fun stuff like that yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. That's awesome. And her, her podcast is, is really great. Yeah. And it's fun to hear you and Ariana go back and forth too, right? Because there's a bit of a dichotomy in your yeah. thinking in oh, terms yeah. of horror, which is so fun. She'll push me and I'll push her yeah. right back. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's good to have a push and pull sometimes. The Exorcist was a problem when it mm-hmm. came to the scoreboard. We were ready to throw <laughs> like bows, but it you, you'll be happy to know, John, I think it's still in the top 10. Okay, I am happy to yeah, know. Just, yeah, despite yeah, how too. hard Kate tried. <laughs> I tried, but I was like, I'm not going to win this one and I'm definitely in the minority. But yeah, we do a scoreboard where we rank every movie that we watch and uh, it's hideous, but you guys should go check it out. It's on our website. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're here to talk about a movie. <laughs> An hour <laughs> I haven't in. even thought oh, yeah, about I it, forgot. I don't think. We're here to talk about a movie called Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Hell I'd be, yeah. I'd be the Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yes. So actually, we were going to ask you. So, um, that kind of like summer home, Cabin in the oh, Woods type, yes. of, type of location. What do you, in your neck of the woods, call that? Do you call it a cabin? So if or you were you going there, you'd say, oh, I'm going to yeah. what? Cabin. Okay, cabin. that's not us. So and we call it camp. What do y'all say? We call, we call it, it camp. camp. But it isn't. I know. So, and people who aren't from our area, <laughs> even in Canada, even in Canada, people who are, who are from down south, us, they'll yeah. be like, you're going camping? I'm like, no, I'm going, going to, to like camp. basically a second house that is beside a lake. You know what I mean? But we call it you're camp. Going to, so what do you call it if you're going to go camping? In oh, a see, camp? it's totally it, different, go, Kate, because we say camping. we're going camping. It's camp the verb okay. versus camp the noun. <laughs> Camp the noun I think I'm there. is the cottage by the lake. <laughs> Camp the verb is going out in a tent in the woods. 
Okay, so I could I, I could say, yeah, I'm going to camp, but I would never say I'm going camping because that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, well, I'm not a big fan of camping myself either, so I just wouldn't say it. But yeah, when we say we're going to camp, <laughs> exactly. it's just a, it's a cottage. But We're going to camp. Interesting. Yeah. That's fascinating. <laughs> yeah, and people south of us say cottage. Yeah. Cottage is, like, I imagine like a little like holiday moment for a cottage, like not in the woods. If they're preppy yeah. enough, they might say summer home. Well, that's not, that's not where the horror happens, is it? Oh no. gosh, no, 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 no. That would be a really nice place. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so then we'll find our middle ground here. Cabin. The and cabin. And it, cabin it, in the woods. It's in the name. So. Cabin in the woods. Yeah. So tell us just before we start, was this a, a movie that you had really liked? Was it on your list of some of your favorites? I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I I bought this. This was one of the first movies that like I bought with my money like, wow. in college. Like I got the DVD of it. Um, <laughs> so I was raised like hardcore Buffy fan. Oh, mm-hmm. awesome! So my family is very Joss Whedon heavy. Not so much now. No, now. I hear you. I hear you. Not so much now that he's not the coolest guy that we thought he was, but yeah. uh, I'll be damned if his creative team isn't brilliant. And it's like mm-hmm. the same creative teams, very, very similar, like most of the same people um, behind the camera from like Buffy and Angel mm-hmm. series that are that do Cabin in the Woods. So right, I knew I right. was going to love it before I even saw it because I knew it was going to have that irreverent, campy, jokey, mm-hmm. gory, kind of like tongue in cheek, but heavy on the demons. And it definitely was. And I also like just the name, the cabin in the woods. It's like, oh, we're, oh, we're going there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're going straight for the jugular. We're going for these movies like Evil Dead. Yes. Uh, you know, definitely. Friday the 13th. All these movies that made that genre. And we're just going to like go for the throat. But I didn't realize how twisted it was going to be. Like I, yeah. like, they could have just right. done a really good, effective, satirical cabin movie. And it, it's like it's half that and then half of it super isn't. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um. I really, really liked the story a lot, but I remember going to Walmart and it was like, I bought that and I bought The Conjuring. Oh, oh nice, nice. Those are the movies I bought. And I, yeah. was like, and I brought them back to my dorm, watched them with like one person who got scared halfway through and then left. <laughs> and, but I, I own this movie and I watch it all the time. Don't do this. But for October, um, I did a horror challenge uh, where I watched a horror movie every single day <laughs> and kind of reported on it. And, that was exhausting, but super fun. But I got to pick those movies, and I picked Cabin for one of them. Nice, yeah. nice. And I, th- I think this is like a happy movie. So, oh, one hundred percent. Oh, same, same. Um, and I, I think that you're right. Like, I like that it calls a spade a spade, and it's just like this. Is, yeah, yeah, this is a cabin in the woods. Is what it's about, and yet it's like, yeah, like you say, it's half that. So, mm-hmm. and it's funny how like. After the title sequence of all the images from books of ritual sacrifice and stuff with blood, <laughs> and then it goes straight from that to the very sterile kind of like yes. industrial yes. business setting where they're chatting over, literally over the water cooler, which is very funny. Yeah, a lot of juxtaposition, right? Guys, if we fail, then... Please, we haven't had a glitch since 98. We know what we're doing, Lynn. But we have it written down somewhere. You guys better not be messing around in there. Ooh, does this mean you're not in the betting pool this year? Big money. I think- I'm just saying it's a key scenario. No, I, I, I hear what you're saying. In 98, it was the chem department's fault, right? Where do you work again? Yeah, and like those two actors, Brad, I know Brad Whitfield is the one guy. Yes. I don't know the name yes. of the other guy, you but mean they're like so good. They're yeah. so good. 
They're so funny, so perfect for that. Yeah, like, they were great. They're just the right mix of businessman and funny guy. Yeah. They feel like they've like known each other and like been doing this job yeah, for a long time. It definitely does. It, it like really sets the stage for them being so callous about it, but also yep. like having their own little, which not to sound, not to make people sad, but in the healthcare field, we do that too. Oh, <laughs> dark I was going to say. humor, a hundred percent. No, you're right. Like, you have to. You it's have literally, to, uh, you have two choices and it's cry or laugh. Right. And I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, these I, people obviously <laughs> are doing like this major you know, situation that we'll talk about, but they're sitting there talking about how they have to like childproof their house <laughs> yeah. for a baby that's not even born yet. And it's, and it's like, are you even listening to me? Smash cut the cabin. In the yeah, yeah. Yeah. Title card. That is like, great. That's hilarious. I know. Are you You're even right. listening to me? I love the hints of them talking about, Oh, this, this thing or that thing, like, Oh, the chemical team or, you know, I, know, I yeah. love that so much. And so you don't know what it's going to be yet, but like looking back, you you can know with hindsight what they're talking about. It's great. Rewatchable. One of my favorite things about the first intro too is the water cooler talk and stuff, and that them saying that Japan's always number one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like Jay got it. And then and then cutting to this cute college town where I don't know about you, Kate, but I don't spend a lot of time up against my wide open windows Bottomless? in my underwear. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of time. No. No, I talk about that a lot on our podcast because, you know, we're two women ranting about how men are so stupid. And I'm like, <laughs> shut the fucking window. Like, <laughs> lock the door. Why are they why, how, why are they coming into your into your house without you knowing that they're in your house? I don't care if they're your friends. Yeah, and like, put on sweatpants. That's comfy. Girl, close the curtains, mama. You're asking for a stalker. Not that you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Damn it. I wish I wish I could. I wish I could walk around my underwear all day. Oh, yeah, and that then, is really funny. And then like their little interactions in the it's very Joss Whedon, right? Like the very hundred percent. Yeah, the little bit uh, in the room, and it's so hilarious the idea that like he throws the football out the window. <laughs> yeah. Why is the guy expecting a football? Like, well, he, I had, he didn't I had say, that written down too. I thought he was trying to throw it to them. He chucks it right at their he heads. Throw, I thought. And right out the window, and then Holden catches it. Also, then it cuts to him. He is standing in the middle of the street. His bag on the, the ground beside him. <laughs> Why did you just set up camp in the middle of this street? You know what else I like about no this, this scene too? Like, there's a lot to unpack here. She, oh, so much. <laughs> we're only on the first scene. She has like a little sketchbook and she's got that insanely detailed drawing yeah. of this old man she had an affair with and her friend just kind of like rips girl. it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, honey. No, no, no. Put the book down. We're going to the cabin. Yeah, don't think about your creepy professor. About this like elderly man that you apparently had this sordid affair with. <laughs> No, I agree. I just, I love the intro of, of all these characters. I, I think my first time around, I was like, yeah, this is not well done at all. But now knowing how the movie is and what it's meant to be, it's like, no, it's crazy well done. Like that, It was well done enough yeah. that I didn't realize I was being tricked. That the way they're acting like makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And like, I love the stoner guy because man, oh, he's sure. great. He's, oh, we love Marty. Yeah, yeah Marty's and, the best. Like, and I remember watching this movie and thinking to myself, why is this guy not a bigger star? Because oh, I just think yeah. like he's incredible. He's so charismatic and he's, in my opinion, super handsome. He is hot as hell. I know. I'm like, man, who's this guy? I think his name's Fran. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Franz, Fran Kranz. Fran Kranz. Yeah. Or Fran, Fran Kranz. Kranz. Yeah. Fran Kranz. He's, like, he's so great. He has like a one-off role. I don't know if you guys are... Hmm. 
Shyamalan people. But yeah, we're Shyamalan people. Oh, oh is okay. He in the village, really? I didn't I realize. He's the one who doesn't like getting his shirts wrinkled. <laughs> that marries Judy Greer and is like, she's not gonna hug me like that, is she? <laughs> oh. So that's I, I, that's the only thing I knew him from. So very different role. But uh, so we'll just jump right into the mental health talk here, oh, um, yeah. a little bit because so obviously his main character trait, if you had to say, is that he's a huge. Doobie doobie stoner pothead of the year uh-huh, um, and uh-huh. comes up with like his giant bong and all this. And I, I wrote it down uh, that I just think it's so funny that a big part of this movie is the idea that because he's smoking weed, <laughs> it, he he can think clearer and he's like the one who can see through all the nonsense because he yeah. smokes weed. And I had, a, I had a note here about that that said that's kind of like. A stoner fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that you're wise to everything that other it's like, people aren't. No, man. Yeah. I, I'm the one who sees it clear, yeah, actually. I can see clearly what now. If, what, what if what I see is green, you see is blue? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you just don't get it. I agree. But I thought that was great. The idea of that is, uh, is pretty funny because cannabis use is actually linked to psychosis and schizophrenia, other um, like psychotic disorders. So it like it can, it can exacerbate them and right? trigger them. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Trigger them. My understanding last well, time was that say, it's like could bring it on quicker. Is that but right? But you can never say as simply as cause. Like you could never sure, say gotcha, that so gotcha. simply. Sure. Okay. But um, it's also not as innocuous as like, oh, you have to already have schizophrenia oh, okay. yeah, for I it to make it worse. Mm. Um, and I can tell you that I see a lot, a lot of people for whom it really exacerbates their illness so badly. And it's so sad because like you'll be talking to them and they're like, man, I just love weed. And I'm like, but you shouldn't though, because it's so bad (laughs) for you particularly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. For you specifically, it's just not a good thing. And it's, it's uh, obviously like legal Mm -hmm. in Canada and like pretty ubiquitous. Right. So like it's, it's like alcohol in that it's one of those things that's hard to stay away from for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it can be so like far from helping you think clearer can really mess you up real good. Right. And and that's drugs, right? Because alcohol certainly isn't indicated for anybody either. And, and certainly like if you're depressed and anxious, uh, you know, alcohol can really complicate those things too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I agree. I, I thought that it was interesting to consider Marty because this um, this movie almost flips it on its head a bit. Yeah. Because he is hearing voices, but they are real. And he's yes. the only one yeah. who can hear them, but they are really there. And, and it was and really it's like interesting. clarifying for him. Yeah, yeah. And then don't you also think it's... Okay, now this is not mental health anymore. But okay. isn't it a little bit funny to... Why would you take a camper van to a camp? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Why are they driving an RV to a camper? Yeah, why are they driving an RV and then not sleeping in it? <laughs> I literally never thought of that. Oh, my God. It just What's the point the of it being like an RV? Five times. <laughs> it just fit the vibe. Yeah, it, it honestly, it's just based I, on it's vibes. Aesthetic. It's yeah, like, it's I aesthetic. I like the Winnebago, though. It's, it's probably terrible <laughs> yeah. on gas. Can we just keep it, though? We like the Winnebago. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's good. With his fucking motorbike on the back. The sed- a sedan just wouldn't hit the same. No. you know what else i thought was funny it's like she's so bookish that she is like packing a book on soviet Soviet economic structures for her like weekend she says what if i yeah what if i get bored you're there for a weekend but then chris hemsworth and he's not really playing the like stupid mean job yet yet, right but he like Mm -hmm. takes a book off her own bookshelf and hands it to her and says she should read that 
And yeah. I'm like, okay. She's like, oh, I never thought about that before. <laughs> but I, it's on her bookshelf, <laughs> but okay. I just yeah. had it decoratively. <laughs> I I did like that, um, Kurt, because you like as you clock you clock the roles pretty quickly, like who's who in this horror movie. If you've seen any sort of horror movie, <laughs> yeah, like this, yeah. And you're and you're like, oh, okay, he's a jock. I mean, he throws a football at their head. You're like, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But then he like knows his shit and yes, is like he's yes. very yeah. intelligent and you learn he's like on a full scholarship for for and and you're like oh i misjudged you yeah i'm sorry oops the dumb blonde you're like oh shit she's smart too yes yeah yes. she's pre-judged yeah yeah that was really cool i i really like yeah, they're that. just all really smart i so think they were- but yeah kurt like has nuance to him so does um what's the blonde's name julie jules yeah jules. jules yeah so does jules and then Dana yes. is our main character. Yes. yes, Dana, the main character who had no pants on yeah. and who is getting over the breakup with some creepy old man and who packs giant textbooks on a weekend trip yeah, to the camp. She sounds like a lot of camp. fun. She sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, they're really working with what they got here. They're like, just fucking chill out. They're yeah. like, you're coming. You're coming. They eventually get down the road and we get a really great scene too with the Harbinger character. Love him. Yeah, at the old gas station, and when when Holden's walking through it, and he, and then he pops out and says, "Like you came uninvited." It's like you don't get invited to a store. <laughs> <laughs> it's a store. This is a gas station. Yeah. <laughs> Who Sorry, invited I lost you? My invite in the mail. Yeah, it's like, oh, I really hope the invitation comes soon. I need gas. <laughs> I thought, you know what I thought about this scene? I love it. It's so great because, again, they're like throwing the classic horror tropes in our face. So this creepy guy seems to have some bluesy wisdom, but he's very scary and foreboding, right? But I thought Marty was so good at sassing him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? When he's which like, war? you know, God, you know damn well brother? which war. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The, yeah, you talk and about he, the Civil War. And he does it because he, that guy is being a dick to Jules. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, that's what he says. Out nowhere. If someone just... <laughs> Apropos of nothing called me a whore. I'd be oh. like, what the fuck? I'd be like, you're a whore. <laughs> you're I the whore. I take out my hoop earrings. I turn yeah. my rings yeah, so that you can fight. Take out your earrings. Yeah. So uh-uh. Fisticuffs. But, fisticuffs. Oh, it's fisticuffs then. <laughs> yeah. No, but Marty just in like a very cute way says, you were rude to my friend. Yeah, He's like, I that's know. why I, I did it. Marty. I was that's like, why I did it. Yeah, come through, Marty. We love Marty. What a treasure. Uh, but... Is it just me? Like, when you said that horror, I was like, is that not a really blunt, hardcore insult? Like, I was jarred yeah. by hearing someone be called a horror. Like, Definitely. that's not going on in the real world very much. Um, I hope. It's like, if you're going to be as so bold as to say that to somebody's right. face. Yeah, that they're a horror. Yeah, but like on the internet, oh. out of screaming car. Like <laughs> yeah, out the window of a car. Yeah, sure. Oh, bad. that's sad. That's not good. But if, but if, yeah, but like if someone said that to me, like, like it's like I've had people be like, bitch, you know, yeah. as, they, as they're driving by. Sure, sure. It's like, like, fuck you, go fuck your dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes. It's not a big deal. But like if this creepy harbinger dude <laughs> in the middle of nowhere called me a whore, I would get, I'm in fight or flight and I think fight might win. <laughs> yeah you're yeah. right like bitch wouldn't phase me but but bitch horror wouldn't does phase me because because bitch Cause is like just do it because like, yes, <laughs> we own it now yes queen yes i am a bitch thanks like isn't it funny that like serving cunt is now like a good thing 
I was just it is? thinking yes. that. Yes. Oh, my oh, my God. I knew it was good in I Australia. That That's what mom. the young kids say now. They're like, serving cunt is a good thing. Oh, it just, geez. it kind of means like, I think, kind of means like you're being like, you're being like sassy and like in oh. a good way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, so you're, like you if you saw a, like, you don't give a shit what anyone's calling yeah. you today. And okay. If you saw like a figure skater doing like a really like involved. Where she's like, like serving a lot of face. Yeah. Yeah. Serving a lot of face in the routine. You'd be like. Yeah, the judges would say cunt. you get a 10 because Nails you just done. served cunt. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a good thing these days. Wow. wow. But being called a whore. A whore. Whore is a bit biblical. It's bit, yeah. See, a bitch wouldn't even make sense coming out of his mouth. Whore makes more sense because he's, yeah, he's old timey. He's That's like, his shtick. Jeez. Yeah. I, I did say that that would be something like imagine if there was such a thing as a government agency and they had like an open posting for a creepy harbinger yeah. at a gas station yeah. and you're like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to own this. Have I got someone for you? Yeah. <laughs> everyone's, put, everyone's submitting applications for their uncles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the creepiest guy I know. Oh, God. Yeah. I was wondering, like, when they pulled up to the cabin, would you stay in that cabin? I think I would. Would you stay in that cabin, Kate? <laughs> Yeah, hell yeah. Wasn't I would. Like too, you mean before they go in. Wasn't too like rundown looking on the outside when oh, you, when they no, pulled up. Oh no, that's I, what that's better than I would expect if someone was taking me to like their their like dad's friend's cabin okay. or whatever it is. Okay, so I'm like cool, cool, cool. I felt the Sounds same. Good. They kind of get in and they they're exploring around and everyone gets a room, so that's a pretty big yeah, cottage, that's right? A, yeah, yeah. Sounds good to me. The only thing Holden has to do is remove like an enormous painting. Of a bunch of people killing or dissecting a cow, like as oh, a oh maybe we should ask as a vet, Kate. Kate yeah. yeah, what what do you think was going on in this painting? <laughs> Nothing natural. <laughs> that ain't right. That's what's going on. Yeah, I was like, Nothing it's good. just so funny and over the top. And he's like, yeah, I'm obviously taking this down. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sleeping with that on the wall for sure. <laughs> and then it's the the one way mirror, and obviously then Dana. As we all do, when as soon as you get to a place, you start to undress. That's well, just what you do. You pull Gotta faces in the mirror first. And then you take your shirt off. And then you get completely nude. Like, everything off. Dana has been wearing full full clothes for two hours <laughs> It's now. been too long. <laughs> doesn't like it. Yeah. And, and, and I was going to say. He's a gentleman. And- well, well, I was going to say, do you think he's he a gentleman? He just holds himself back from committing a sex crime. <laughs> just, yeah, I mean. Just, I mean, he's just on the right I, side. He's of trying it, you know. Dana's a good-looking girl. Sure, yeah. sure. He d- he didn't know that that was gonna be You're there. Right. Like, I would, I wouldn't, you know, rush. They you were, wouldn't rush. You wouldn't bang on the glass. <laughs> I would. No, nah, you know, I'd be like, oh, drag your heels. I, a bit. I would probably, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be too creepy. I would just be just creepy enough. <laughs> okay, to be to just keep it interesting. Enough. Just like a, mm, okay. Knock, knock. You know, like, okay, just a couple more seconds. Yeah, knock, eyebrows knock. raised. Then knock, 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 knock. And he does. He, he he alerts Dana, hey, just so you know, is it a two-way mirror or one-way? I never understand well, that. It's it's a one-way. I guess it's because it's only one a mirror one-way. Because it's on only one a mirror one-way. We have those on my unit. Well, right. And only he, in one room. Only, And it's not a secret. And it's not a sex thing. <laughs> and it's not a sex thing. <laughs> And it, we don't ever use them. Literally, I've never seen them used. I think that it was just the um, the hospital were like, oh, maybe throw this in. Hey, they don't act, they don't actually consult the people who. who I don't, don't know ever what they do them. on this unit. Let's try it. No, because we're usually like someone who designs things like me. Be like, let's have a ste- like a secret. <laughs> Ooh, too. let's let's have a secret, secret yeah. mirror. passageways, <laughs> bookshelf that pivots. My on, kind yeah. of hospital. 
Dana says, oh, you know, I'm glad to, glad to know you're not a creep because he lets her know about this mirror. And then he and he's says, like, yes, I am. Don't be too sure. Hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, like, he's I am an a honest creep. creep. <laughs> well, but then she goes and does the exact same thing to him. And, and as she more, he, he also, as soon as he, he gets in that room, yeah. he also needs to be immediately nude. But well, she sees like, more because she sees his nipples. Him. Oh, he's, oh, he's a, amazing. in amazing shape. He's Absolutely a gorgeous, no gorgeous man. No doubt. <laughs> she almost sees his butt. And then she, that like close. a gentleman, puts the Does she put the up. painting back? And then she puts so a, a blanket over it. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. And yeah, like throughout this, we kind of check back in with the scientists and, and with the yeah. government agency that are kind of running things and they talk about the blonde hair dye. Yeah, which is great. Right? I love that. <laughs> So they use some kind of neural agent to make her stupider seeping and into put her, it in her hair dye. And they say to slow cognition, which is just <laughs> definitely not a clinical term. Yeah, are like they are they like slowing the synapse stuff? Yes, like is like, her head like, hey, <laughs> Kurt? Like yeah. it's not slower; it's just worse. It's bad. She just is having little seizures every now and then. <laughs> She's got suboptimal brain function right now. <laughs> yeah, like almost like oxygen deprivation or something <laughs> yeah that would be a little bit less uh artistic <laughs> than the the hair dye it's like we suffocated her just a bit she's just drooling in the corner just give her a bit of brain damage <laughs> oh i like too that they mentioned they're mentioning all all these chemical components of what they're yeah. doing which is just so cool it's such a neat thing about the movie but they they mentioned wanting to increase certain chemicals to increase libido and yeah. i thought that yeah, was really that funny was fun. <laughs> so they're just like pumping Piping in pheromones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like serving like oysters and chocolate. And like, what, what are the other things? Aphrodisiacs. That are supposed to be Ground rhino horns. Uh, yes, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, one thing I liked about it too was just considering the different departments that they talk about. Yeah, There's like I think that's funny. Demolition department, chemical department, and all, the, all these really know. cool things. I was like, which one do I want to work for? I know that that, that yeah. I know they're the baddies. I know that, but but so interesting. Chemical sounds really fun. <laughs> yeah, recruitment. Recruitment. You know, like... <laughs> recruitment. Oh, I, I think I'd work in HR. HR. Yeah, well. girl, that's a hell of an assignment, right there. <laughs> yeah, they're probably all Ooh. fucked up. I wonder what you would have to say about their betting ring as HR. I bet you'd have to turn like, a blind eye. I'd just be like, yeah, the well, long-suffering, like, guys. This is a question because you know, one, one thing about it, everyone's betting on which which, monster. which evil is going to get woken up, right? But That's then my favorite part. as yeah. an HR person, I think as an HR person, you kind of have to serve cunt anyway. Okay. You don't have too many. I love you working it into John, conversation. I'm I'm obsessed. It's clearly this stuck. Great. This is great. Yeah, but then also, like, is now. it good for morale? Clearly, yes. it is. Yes, it is. They're so excited about their little betting pool. It's important, right? So, like, did you guys ever like? So this is a movie. Like we've we've, we've kind of already said it, but like you watch it one time and it's one movie. Then you watch it a yes. second yeah. time and it's like a different movie. And watch it a third time because you're mean um and you're like pausing every scene to get every little detail that they put in there awesome yeah and i love pausing the expo board where they have oh yeah all of the monsters listed and oh voting cool on. yes and i'm like and you see them later like it pays off oh yeah. that's so like, neat angry molesting tree makes an appearance oh, it, yes like, it does <laughs> And that's from Evil Dead. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. That's well, an yeah. Evil Dead reference. Yes. That's so funny. That's really cool. So there's a lot of kind of Easter egg type things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
we see them. So when we cut back to the people at the cabin, they're kind of jumping in the water. Uh, they're going to have a swim. And I was going to say, this is where I was paying attention to the fashion a bit. Cause I obviously these guys are in great shape and stuff, but they're wearing the super long, like below the knee board shorts. Horrible. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Whereas yeah, now, now it's, it's like six like, inch seam. Now baby. the guys are yeah. rocking like six inch inseam, yeah. right? It's all about how yeah, short yeah, your yeah. shorts can be when you're swimming. Great. So that was, that was a little we jarring. It, it was like, oh, I remember those times. And I was getting, yeah, obviously lots of Evil Dead vibes just from yeah, those scenes 100%. too, right? I think that's what we're supposed to get. And then do they then just go back and is it them hanging out, playing around in the... Yeah, so we get a little bit of information about how they have to kind of... Because they're, they're briefing. I thought right. one good choice they made was having the um, the new guard. Okay. That was a good way to do some information yeah, dumping, he's like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like kind of our avatar a yes. little bit into this. Like, I'm sorry, what the fuck is going on yes. in this facility? Exactly. I see why you say that, but I also think oh, okay. narratively, it's the st- why would you have on the most important day of the year uh, today. a brand new guy <laughs> <laughs> all day? This is your first day. Oh my day. god, this is like the Winnebago all down. over again. Yeah. You're right. Well, you the whole time they're obviously like the the uh, Wolfram Hart, whoever they fucking are, the underground people mm-hmm. are they're kind of phoning it in. Like, they're doing yes, their job. Yes, yes, you're right. But they're like, <laughs> goofing around this every year. Japan's got it. Yes. Like, Madrid will get it if they, they don't get it. Like, <laughs> we'll do what we got to do. We'll do it well. But, you know, come on. Come on, guy. Like, come look at what we're doing. And so yeah. it's like this hubris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right word. Yeah, yeah. And then, so I think it, it cuts to nighttime quickly, but we get a scene where, like, these 20-somethings are playing Truth or Dare. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would. Would you? Oh, yeah. Or have you? For fu- have I played Truth or Dare? Truth in- or Dare is so fun. You know what? I probably haven't played it since I was little, but if someone okay. suggested it, I would. It's what like if how- you get dared to do? Yeah. Like, oh. I I'm an uh, adult now. I have a certain level of say, dignity I'm would, trying to I maintain. A, I would be a Dana, and I'd pick Truth every time. <laughs> I'm an open book, baby. I'll tell you. See, it's like you got to be able to take what you dish out. So it's like, yeah, true. If you're going to dare someone to go knock on the neighbor's door dressed in nothing but duct tape, just like brace yourself because the circle is going. Wow. And you're That's a creative one. Yeah. What if you were at a party and like someone dared you to go home? Oh, <laughs> <gasps> That's so mean. It's too sad. That's too That's sad. That's the meanest thing I've met. Listen, I, I'm logging that away for my next life where I'm like a. Where you're wicked. Where you're mean. Party. Yeah. Okay. That's cutthroat. <laughs> But with with me at, China. with me at parties though, I would probably I'm like impressed. whisper to my husband like, "Dare me to go home?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jenna's like, "I yes, I accept this dare." Thank and yeah, and then I'd go home and take a bath. And your husband's like, "You won't do it. You won't go home." She and you're like, do oh, it. "Should I do it, guys? I'm going home." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> I'm going home. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. That's, okay. That is so wicked. I I can't imagine. Maybe it was just me. Maybe I'm a curmudgeon. I'm like, I don't think I would end up playing truth or dare with anybody uh, yeah definitely wouldn't it's very juvenile to be like make make out with that okay well marty hey. tells her to make out with a moose I love it. make out with that moose over there you're he a, supposed to be so high he doesn't okay. know what a moose is because like that doesn't make sense you're a vet so it's not fair you know animals you know what a moose are is. we just so canadian <laughs> that we're educated. familiar with moose or no okay it's no, just no, like... we're, we're familiar with the difference between moose and wolf i will say okay yes, typically but he's smoking that good You've been educated. So. You're a vet, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you're speaking with your vet vet voice. She can't turn it off. It's yeah. true. 
She's like, I just, Maybe. no matter how hard I try, I can't be like an average Joe who doesn't know the difference between a moose and a wolf. I know. It, it was day one. In vet, in vet <laughs> it's just flashcards of animals. They're like, guys, yeah. listen, just because it comes up a lot, we're going to spend some time <laughs> identifying animals. We're going to play the Aww. game where the arrow spins when yeah. you crank the thing and it makes the oh animal God. noise. The, animal the flash game for like toddlers. Yes. Um, so <laughs> Jules does get dared to make out with like a literally oh, snarling a taxidermy. taxidermy wolf. I wouldn't do it because those are. Oh, I would so do it. Oh, but it's, it's real though. <laughs> <laughs> I would so do it. Okay. It's like what the, the way she does it, where it's like mostly like the performance leading up. Fair to enough. Yes. Fair enough. <gasps> I'd give it a like a. <laughs> I don't think I'd get my tongue all up under its teeth. She really went that, for it. She well, you know, the tongue was made of like sugar, so she. So she oh, was it like, was. Yeah, so it wasn't. They were nice to her. They I had no idea. She was just sucking on a tongue. lollipop. Just sucking on a tongue, and those tongues aren't real anyway. Because right, no, because oh, they okay. could, they couldn't be. Right? Are the teeth real? Yeah. Okay, so she's got she kind of had her bones. She kind of had her tongue up in the teeth. That's yeah. okay. Just getting getting up in there. She's here, she's in it to win it. Okay. But I did have a note. I don't know how much I would need my libido to be chemically increased before I would make out with a a dead wolf's head on the wall. I think I'd probably need it boosted. <laughs> Yep. I think I need two shots of tequila. Wow, okay. This, <laughs> tequila. Is, this is amazing. We're, we're kind of finding out where we are on a, on a big wide spectrum of... Let me just make it clear. I don't make a habit of making out with dead animals. I just want to make well, that clear. Okay. But the game is uh, truth or me dare. Me thinks she you're lost right. protest right. too much. And mama didn't raise no bitch. <laughs> no, you're right. You would be more fun. Oh, see, because our mama raised <laughs> a couple of bitches. That's, that's the difference. <laughs> Oh, and, and, and Chris Hemsworth, or Kurt, is kind of diving into the mean jock thing. Yeah. Yeah, Hard. he calls him, that calls Holden an egghead. Which I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. And he's like being mean, and, and I think. He's like, oh, Dana, you won't even do the dare. Oh, yeah, like I, I know you're going to say truth anyway, because blah, 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 blah. She's like, fine then, dare. <laughs> but It worked perfectly. Yeah, yeah true, reverse psychology. <laughs> yes. Right? And then the door to the basement. Hatch. Pew. Yeah. Blue open. And I, lo- I love I love when he says, oh, it was the wind. And then Marty goes, wait, what? How? Yeah, like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah Marty's high as balls yeah. looking at a moose on a wall. And he's like, mm, something's not adding yeah, up. this doesn't add up. The cellar might have been one of my favorite parts. Would you guys go in the hatch, though? Yes. I would to be like, I need to make sure nothing's going on. I would go just because I... Clearly. You know? I would be I would be curious. I'm curious enough. I'd want to know to go down. And if I if I peeped down there and I saw what they saw, which is just like <laughs> a, bunch a of ton of like stuff. ancient antiques and curios. Yeah, I'm yeah. digging in there. I'm in. Curios, indeed. And do you know what I like about this? Which is another like on subsequent watchings thing mm-hmm. is uh, like just how close Kurt comes to blowing the conch because it's like his lips are like around it. He's like. <laughs> Oh, I, and then stops. And, then, um, and the necklace, Jules too. Jules is about to put the necklace on. Yep. They're all right Ooh, at the doorstep and, with their little totems. Yeah. And you, and you, and I like that there's payoff with the totems. Like, it's not just random prop master junk. Like, Yeah, like, that's true. You're it's right. It's actually related, heavily related to what's going on. What, what's afoot? It's obviously referencing the horror genre so well. Yeah. And everything in, in you a, see, you're like, oh, yeah. In a loving way. Oh, definitely. Way. The nail on the head constantly. And in right? like an appreci- appreciative way, not a mocking yeah. way. Or in anything. a way that you could only do if you were a fan yeah. of the genre yourself, right? Yes. I agree with you 100%.
I always tell people it's like a movie for horror fans by horror fans. Yeah. That's a great point. Exactly. I think that comes across for sure. Yeah. And um, so she, Dana starts reading from like the diary, right? Yeah. Which is pretty, oh, God's sake. pretty disgusting. <laughs> of the Buckners, Dana. right? Pretty revolting. <laughs> oh my God. The husband's bulge. I was like, Ugh. Okay, yeah. I have a note about that too. There are very few dignified ways to refer to an erection. Uh, and husband's bulge <laughs> is not one. Is <laughs> not on that list. And again, Marty's the only sensible one. He's like, let's get out of here. Yeah, I dare everyone like, to get out of here. Yeah, he's not touching shit. And they're like, no, no, no. Let's try to read the Latin in this book. <laughs> no, no, no. Marty, shush. We're, we're reading. The adults are talking, Marty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they just go ahead and read the Latin and up come the Buckners. Right? Yeah, he's like, I'm going to stop you right there. Don't read the Latin. <laughs> yeah. Which is like what everyone who's watching it is like, ah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? It's like never. a don't go in there moment, but it should be more obvious than that. And never with the Latin. And then when they go never. back up to, because they just go back up and hang out again. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Jules is doing an extremely sexy dance for her friends. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. <laughs> was I've never done that myself. No, no, I don't think that's a thing that really happens. Guys, check this out. <laughs> She's like belly dancing while they're just kind of like looking at her with concern. Yes. Yeah. But yes, Kurt's that was like, yeah. my favorite. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. That's my it. girl. <laughs> She was dancing like six inches from a roaring fire. Like she'd be like blistered from it probably. Yeah. Well, it's okay because she's wearing those shorty shorties. There were some seriously short shorts. I, I feel terrible for anyone who fashion. had to wear that. for. It was a wedgie at all times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I absolutely love that scene. That was the scene. So Jenna, do you remember going to see your next? Yes. So thumbs up. We're watching, yeah, it's a great movie. And we're watching your next build up. And I'm like, okay, I'm seeing what's happening. And Crispin was driving me crazy. And he was doing his like big eye rolling size at dinner and stuff. And I'm like, I fucking hate Crispin. And that was the last moment before I was like, oh, they're fucking with me in this movie. <laughs> yeah, why is this guy so annoying? <laughs> yeah. And in yes. this movie, this is the moment I'm like, hmm, that's weird. And they're clearly up. looking at her like she's being weird. Yeah. So it's, it's yes. perfect. And then Kurt runs away with her. To go have sex in the woods. Yeah. In the woods. A cabin full of bedrooms. Yes. Oh, but Let's boring. Go, go do it. And I think that they're not really um, acknowledging just how dark it would be. In Well, that comes up. Well, thank God we have like set, the set design team down yes. below. It's like, ooh, <laughs> she's cold. Warm it up. Warm it up. Yeah. Ooh, let's get a moonbeam right yeah, here on the No problem. Here comes the moonlight. That's true. Like the setting was literally calling for her to have sex with her boyfriend in the woods. So <laughs> it was she's like, all right. Perfect. And it's like, that's how it, that's how it goes in all those movies. And like Friday the 13th. Oh my God. Like that. It's always like, looks like some like romantic getaway. But like IRL. <laughs> Nah, man. Uh, no, uh, uh-uh. uh. Too many, too that. many That's little things. Oh, centipedes everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Too many little things, including like, and it's one thing. I'll lay down in the like on the forest floor in clothes, sure. But if like yes. my if my butt cracks exposed to little critters, <laughs> thank no, you. thank you. God knows what critters will make themselves <laughs> yeah. at home there. Yeah. <laughs> A nice it's warm just so, place. It's so inviting. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, and I, yeah, and maybe again, it's just me being 
my cautious mother's cautious son. I even think about <laughs> like blastosis now. Like when I'm raking leaves and shit, I'm Did like, oh fuck, infection? yeah, oh. like I'm blasting them into the air because I'm pushing the leaf bag down. I'm like, right, I'm gonna yeah. get an infection in my lungs. And I'm gonna have wet lungs. That's fascinating. My, um, no, it's dumb. My microbiology professor, he told us all the most horrible story and he did it absolutely like a scary campfire story is the way that he told it. Cause he was like, there was a nursing student just like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And, and she, she went home to like her family's cabin for the holidays and she went up into the attic to get a, uh, a board game and it was covered in dust and she took a deep breath in and blew off the dust off the top, and she was dead three days later. Oh my and, God. and we're all like, ah, what's happening? Was he it said, blastomycosis? He said there, was, there were bats living in the attic. There was Aww. bat guano in the dust. Aww. She got a fungal infection in her lungs, and she died. Yeah, and I'm sitting there being like, that's me. Uh, yeah, that's we're what's going to happen like, to me. Oh that's my God. me. <laughs> See, that's because in, in the vet field, I'm constantly just, like, covered in, like, oh. excrement mm-hmm. and blood. <laughs> Yeah. But I'm like, I pr- we're always like, I probably have like coccidia. Okay. Like, okay. Probably. Yeah. I definitely have Giardia. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Me and my nurses are like, you still subclinical? Me too, babe. Yeah. <laughs> subclinical is where you want to be. <laughs> yeah, that's the sweet yeah, spot. Yeah, sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I just like love every time we cut to the agency too. I don't even yeah, know what too. to call it, but it seems like a good place to work. Is that the vibe you guys had? I mean, until it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> until the end. <laughs> until the end. Kate's right. Kate's I right. like their working relationship. They have a nice chummy working relationship. I know. Yeah. I, 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 I was literally like, I could work here. Like, <laughs> yeah. I could do this, you know? And I and I was I was deciding what department I'd want to be in. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's so many fun ones. And I, I don't know. They have like little work parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like... Little birthday parties places. and, uh, you know, little, like, social gatherings and happy hour after work after oh, you, definitely. like, killed a bunch of kids. They definitely go have a happy hour afterwards. I, oh, you bet! You better need a happy hour. I, I love at the agency, too, every time they show us anything going on in Japan. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Oh, my God. I just, like... I, I had that written on my favorite Oh, scenes. good. Yeah. Every scene in Japan is great. All these kids that are in their little school uniforms and they're like getting attacked so by a classic J horror like ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like the dark hair white Samara, outfit. pretty yeah. much. Um, so the Buckners, the Buckners have woken up when Kurt and Jules were going to have sex in the woods and start attacking the redneck family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What did you think of the look of the Buckners? Good zombie. I thought they were really good looking. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I thought I that they it. could. I thought they looked awesome. I thought they looked very Buffy. I thought. <laughs> they look yeah. like a zombie redneck family and i love the bit where um like she recites the latin everyone at the agency is like ah oh! everyone's yeah, yeah, like yeah. excited <laughs> or angry and based on, the, on their bet and some someone's coming up to argue wait no i had zombies yeah, yeah. Like, no 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 no. you had zombies but this is zombie redneck family so kind of like the difference between an elephant and an elephant seal <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah not so much just, like, maybe pissed off <laughs> I think maintenance wins like every year and everyone's pissed <laughs> off at maintenance. Yeah, there was like maintenance and one single guy both chose that for the pool. That's yeah, the best. Yeah, was, was like, yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. 
That's amazing. Uh, one thing, I thought the Buckners looked great. I loved all their chains and weaponry and stuff. I thought that Kurt is, like, owning the zombies. Do you think that was supposed to be a he's thing? Like, yeah. He's destroying yeah. all these zombies and fucking them up so bad, despite them, they you know. They testosterone him up, you know what I mean? They oh, all... more pheromone uh, type things. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. They made him extra, like, You're right. masculine. Um, <laughs> and maybe it's, like, in Chris Hemsworth's, uh, like, rider that, like, he has to beat X number of the bad guys before he's defeated himself he can't be overcome did you know that in like the uh fast and furious like vin diesel and the rock had like this thing where neither of them could seem stronger than the other oh no oh no sorry not vin diesel uh jason statham and the rock really the fragile masculinity i honestly yeah so they they were like fighting (laughs) each other but one of them couldn't hurt the other one more than the other one oh my god they had to be equal god it's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I think I'm digressing again. Oh, I, I think we have a bad case of the digressions today. Oh, no. We've only, no one's even dead yet. <laughs> yeah, we Okay, have, we yes. Have. So they rip off Jules's head and she's dead. Uh, and, and you know what I liked was when they do the little prayer. And they're yeah. like, um, something, right. we, we hope you accept this sacrifice yes. for your peaceful, to maintain your peaceful Ooh, slumber. slumber. Yes. So cool. Yeah, it is neat. Um, and an interesting juxtaposition too of the like religiosity in with this like very yeah like sterile work oh, setting and really terrible stuff yeah right you're right because you don't know what they're doing yet yeah you're right it's still vague yeah, it's, I guess eh it's funny because it's hard to even remember that we don't know what they're doing yet because we've seen it before you're right oh. yes so that's true. I forget that that we don't really know but like <laughs> when when then. Kurt comes running into the cabin and he's like, we, ha- we have to go. And he- she's like, where's Jules? I'm not leaving without her. And the zombie opens the door and throws. I think it's hilarious that she catches it. Like, do you <laughs> she think catches you would? it. It's an instinct. Yeah. Oh. She catches it, immediately regrets catching Jules' yeah. head and then chucks it across <laughs> the room. And I can't remember if it was before then, maybe before Kurt busts in, but Marty, yeah, it is because Marty's sitting there reading a book. And he hears these whispered voices again, and he's like, recognizes them, yeah. right? Externalizes them. And not only that, but talks back to them. Marty is like a mental health champion. Yeah, look Like, at good go. for you, right? He's like, I'm the boss of my brain, so back off. <laughs> yeah, right? How, what a healthy yeah. response. No, it's like, then he immediately obeys them. <laughs> then, he, then he does do exactly what they suggest. I'm going to go take a walk. You're not the yeah. boss of me. It's like, oh. Okay. I'd like you to know I'm going for a walk because I'd like to, yeah. not because you've asked me to. I, I want to do it. Yeah. And at this point, we need Marty after the brutal murder of Jules. <laughs> yeah, he sees perfect comic relief, right? Yeah, great. Like, carries this movie as far as I'm concerned. Correct. And I think somewhere close to there, too, we get the first joke about Dana's virginity. Two? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she goes, I've, I've never. And then she goes, wait, I haven't never. Why did I say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never. Wait. Like, yeah. the, the whole beginning of this movie, we know she's had this torrid yeah, exactly. with professor. And now she's like all joe-eyed and meek. And <laughs> I've she's never like, done wait. it before. <laughs> yeah. And even before then, she, I love the lead up to that, too, where Holden's like, oh, yeah, I can actually speak a bit of Latin, which is a dead language. Yeah. And he's like, I haven't done much since grade 10. Okay, well, <laughs> why were you speaking Latin in grade 10? Just for fun. All, yeah. all of it's so good. Typical egghead shit. Yeah, he's an egghead, exactly. Yeah, yeah oh, such an egghead. <laughs> Who also plays football. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like, know, but they're like, we're working, we're doing the yeah. best with what we can. But it, it seems like it could I have been a that. toss-up whether they decided who was going to be, be the jock and who was going to be That's a good point. the scholar because they both are on the football team and apparently they're both very smart. Smart, yeah. Because I that's how they know each other. I guess one of them already had a girlfriend. 
maybe was so he had to be the jock he had to be because because he wasn't going to try to win dana over he had to suffer ah of course he had to suffer because the 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 whore quote has to die first oh right um, as we'll soon come to find out that there's like a grimer reason to who dies and when. You're right. Mm-hmm. And so the whore has to die first, but the whole point of this is suffering. Yes. Yes. yes so right. I think it would make sense. Like also, how are they going to get, like, this is all obviously orchestrated. How are they going to get Holden out in the woods with jewels? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out in the woods mm-hmm. with Dana <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. You're, you're very right. That'd be way <laughs> too hard. They had enough orchestrating to do without throwing in any curveballs. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is where, what I mean, where it's like it's perfect self-reference because how many movies have we seen where the craziest stuff is going on and pe- the characters like still have time to like have sex with each other <laughs> so that we can see boobs still too? It's a very good jib at the at the horror genre, I think. Yeah. Oh, and then it like so they shut themselves up in the cabin. Kurt very smartly <laughs> says, "Yeah, let's all stick together." <laughs> And then and the, the, everyone's like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. Yeah. The agency is like, Ugh. <laughs> I, I actually think that it, it might be a little bit earlier. It might be when mm-hmm. Jules says I'm cold or something like that. But I love uh, Brad Whitfield's response because he goes, fuck. Like, it's like the worst thing ever. Because was, she was about to take off her shirt. <laughs> right. And he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. It's so funny. And then Kurt gets the like mist of who knows what into his face the stupid mist stupefying mist and says no stupefying let's split mist. up scooby-doo style <laughs> marty's like really yeah yes yeah exactly no one's listening to marty yeah it, this is like his time to shine where he's like really fig- he's starting to separate more and more yes from the exactly group, right? he's so much more obviously on another plane than them yeah although he seems to have some kinship with dana but did you get the impression that she could think the most rationally despite being affected yes, by all probably. the stuff I think they're manipulating her much less because, mm-hmm. and again, spoilers oh, for the ending. You're right. Her her death doesn't matter. Like, it, she just has to suffer. So they're not okay. really trying to put her in a specific place at a specific time to make something happen or pairing her up with certain people. They're just trying to kind of keep her alive until everyone else is dead and then she can die or whatever. Right. There. right. So she's probably right. like the second least under the influence of their machinations. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that, a good point. Good point. Yeah, so I, I just love all this stuff. The the virgin thing really <laughs> made oh, me laugh. That's hilarious. And we're we're fast approaching the part where Marty finds the um the camera in yeah. his room. And so I just wanted to make a comment about that because as soon as they see him find the camera, mm-hmm. the chemical lady, the lady from Chem or whatever, she goes like, Oh, pumping in this amount of Thorazine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Thorazine, yeah. Yeah. Which is an interesting choice because it's an <laughs> antipsychotic. Yep. It seems like it would maybe help, like, if you're... <laughs> and make them think even more clearly. Make them maybe. think even clearer. But I think that what a lot of people probably think, and it is true, is just that it's a heavy-duty drug, and yeah. it, which is true, and it is um, sedating. So I think that that's probably why they probably want to knock them out with it, but it yeah. might not be my choice to just knock them out. What would you have pumped in? Um, I probably... <laughs> okay, if I wanted him to... Oh, I know. Okay. So, okay. Um, what what about like a one use anti anxiety? Well, like, I, I was gonna like say I was gonna say Ativan. To have him not sweat it so much. If I could have vaporized Ativan 
in there. Just to calm. It's just, like, yeah, you just found a camera. Just, Might just be a to camera. Cal- yeah, just, just calm to down, calm buddy. Them right down. A, everything's fine, baby girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We actually, so a common uh, combination uh, mm-hmm. for people who are really agitated is Adivan, Haldol, and Benadryl. So maybe you would have gone for that. Hey, I see an opening for you in the chem department. <laughs> yeah. Not just because they're all dead. Here, here right. I said demolition. But uh, Benadryl for two reasons, mm-hmm. because it can also be like relaxing, sedating. Um, oh, okay. And also in case the person has any kind of allergic reaction to either of the other medications. Oh, of course. Okay. Oh, like just like kind of for safety and also for safety. Anyway. Yeah, that makes oh, sense. Good. They escape to the cellar and to the basement, and one of the zombies almost gets Dana, and she kind of fights back at him and stabs him in the head. And she starts to, one thing about Dana with the tropes of horror, she delivers a lot of one-liners. Yeah, and you know that's also I mean? a Joss Whedon thing. That's very much a Joss Whedon thing. So she's like, oh, you like pain? Yeah. You like pain? Yeah. And gets a crowbar in the face. How does that work for you? Just keeps ya? going. And yeah, they're able to escape, but then this is the scene where the tunnel's not blown. And I like a lot of things about this scene. Anyone who's ever worked in a bureaucratic type organization for one, and it's like, this is this department's fault because demolition didn't blow the thing. And they say, well, we never got the clearance to do that. We never got the signal to blow it. And and they're able to do it just in time. So I want to ask you too, Kate, like, do you feel tension that they're not going to blow the tunnel in time or are you hoping the Winnebago gets out of the tunnel when you're mm, sitting there mm. watching like which which way is your tension going um I want I, I want the tunnel to blow same oh, <laughs> I want them to get out do you <laughs> yeah <laughs> I want the tunnel to blow I don't want them to escape exactly then I think it would be so much messier <laughs> and I love the control that the agency has of this situation that's like my favorite part so I think that if like hypothetically the tunnel doesn't blow because i think it's pretty clear that like that's the perimeter of their yes 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 yes. if they in in and then they would just have to what go out like swat team style (laughs) yeah take them out (laughs) yeah 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 and what kind of fun that's not fun we haven't even seen the merman yet no (laughs) yeah put put him back in there yeah hadley is always hoping it's a merman for the monster right hadley yeah that's so great just once just once (laughs) see a merman but i I agree i am like i don't want them to escape i i don't i don't want people to get in trouble at the agency yeah they're gonna lose their jobs (laughs) which is a very a very deep-seated kind of weird thing i've got going on I don't want the gods <laughs> to be displeased. And I also yeah. want to see more of this movie play out. Like, I'm too much of a people pleaser or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, You're too God. conventional. I'm you like, just want things to happen the like, way they're supposed to happen. They might get reprimanded at work. I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> Someone's going to get sacked. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, Kate, they cut back to the Japanese version, too. So I, I remember you saying that you wanted to talk about that mm. scene. So tell us about it. That's my favorite scene where, um, because we have this whole like B plot where we're trying to be pretty much banked on Japan getting it in the bag for the gods because they always do. And it's like this little kindergarten with all these cute little kids. And they have defeated the baddie by like harnessing (laughs) good, good magic and like reborn, rebirth this like demon as this cute little frog. And it's this beautiful moment. And they're like, yay. Yeah. Then Hadley's up on the screen. Fuck you! Fuck you! Yeah. Fuck you! Yeah. Fuck you! Fuck oh these little kindergartners. Yeah. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! How hard is it to kill six-year-olds or whatever he said? Yeah, yeah. How hard is it to kill a group of six-year-olds? 
hilarious. I know, I love hilarious. it. They're like, oh, his soul will live happily in the frog, and all the little in Japanese the frog, girls yeah. are jumping God, up and down. Damn oh, it. So funny. I love that they just kind of poked fun at how wild Japanese horror can be in terms of its premise. I know, right? It's it was like great. a frog, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see oh. that coming. Yeah, like even like the deep lore underneath the ring. Remember that I was talking about oh, when we yeah, did the ring episode? Yeah, it's like very, it's so different from like American stuff. Yeah, I feel like. I agree. Um, So they're not able to go through the tunnel because they blow it just in time. But then Thor, <sighs> a.k.a. Kurt, takes his motorbike off the back of the Winnebago. There's a huge gap to jump and they have so much fucking funny stuff. Like Holden looks across this 40 foot gap and he's like i think there might be a five foot differential on the other side it's like okay thanks well and it's also like i hope there is because if there's no jump how can you so if it's not lower you're just gonna fall right you just drive off yeah Yeah, like i'm yeah you're just drive. what what in the evil can evil is going on (laughs) i was like like physics isn't my thing but if the other side's not lower then you're gonna die my favorite part though is is kurt is like I've done bigger jumps than this before. I'm like, you have? <laughs> like, what? What an interesting no, man. No, you haven't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, do you jump gaps with He's this like motorbike? A, a football player, evil Knievel. Slash stunt person. Yeah. Yes. Slash, yes, it, like, slash academic. performer. <laughs> intellectual superstar. Poindexter. Oh, he's so just, complex. I love yeah. his, like, heroic, like, go get help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this beautiful crescendo. Look, you guys, you stay in the Rambler. I'll get help. If I wipe out, I'll fucking limp for help. But I'm coming back here. I'm coming back with cops and choppers and large fucking guns, and those things are gonna pay for jewels. And he's like sailing through the air. There's all this like really triumphant music. Oh, it's amazing. And the way he tumbles down and like, keeps hitting it the whole yeah, way down yeah. don't know they if really that makes sense salt in that wound, don't they so good yeah because yeah, he does in the middle of his jump slam into this hunger game style mm. you know yeah, yeah, force yeah. field right <laughs> yeah good good reference there oh man it's a great moment because it like, yes and that's one thing that i really like about this movie it's like whenever they're yeah. doing big scenes like this dramatic or comedic scenes they're also carrying the story yeah so like we're totally. learning more about what's going on like they're telling us and like they're also it's like a showing not telling you're right <laughs> you're right which i i real i'm here for love it you're so right and they just give little details and you get you learn so much and but they only at their pace and on their terms exactly. right uh so good it's like reading the latin it's like that kind of moment again. yeah yeah very true <laughs> Holden and Dana hop back in the Winnebago and eat like his plan is to drive as far as they can into the woods and then walk. I'm like, do you walk know where? what woods are? <laughs> you can't drive into. W- you're not going to get very far, my guy. Like you're mm-hmm. going to hit the first tree and then you'll <laughs> yeah. be walking. <laughs> yeah, with a Winnebago. <laughs> so while they're driving, Holden gets stabbed through the neck by a zombie that was on there. And then car goes. Like a harpoon. Yeah. Winnebago goes. Oh, oh, yes, you're right. And then into the water. Yep. Those scenes always scare me, too. Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah. I hate underwater girl, scenes. Indeed. She has that little pocket of air for a yes. second and then opens it up and gets out. So scary. She's a survivor. Yeah, yeah clearly. Because I would be she's like... not quite dead yet. I'd be like, well, I guess I'm passing away. I mean... Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> that might be the end for me. Much earlier than that, probably, <laughs> yeah, for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they... When 
when Holden gets killed, everyone starts celebrating because they think Dana's the last one left. Yes. She does swim out of the water. They start celebrating and Hadley's sitting there and he's like, you know, I almost feel bad for her. <laughs> she was such a fighter and all this yeah. stuff. And then someone comes in and he says something like dumb. Tequila is my lady. <laughs> yeah. Tequila is my lady. I was going to say, oh we know exactly God. what he said. We don't need to guess. Almost like almost there. Like empathy is yeah. barely creeping through. Yeah. They're partying as the screen is showing her just getting like beaten down with yeah. this soggy redneck monster <laughs> wielding i swear to god a bear trap yes, yes the bear traps oh my god and, and, and he's like oh it's like just a tequila is my lady <laughs> yeah. you're right and it shows it shows the scenes of her like she, it looks like she's gonna get away and then like the papa buckner guy comes in and starts Whoop. tearing her apart and that's when it cuts back to the agency and and like one of my favorite songs of all time uh, Roll with the Aww. changes by Ario Speedwagon is playing. It's such an amazing scene. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, I knew that that was a favorite of yours. And I love the scene so much because everyone's partying, they're laughing, they're and there's like, office party still, stuff happening. Yeah, and it's still playing behind them, and she's like vomiting blood and all this terrible stuff yeah, until that red phone rings. Yes, that's never good. Yeah, so the emergency phone rings, right? And yep. that's because they, they shut up real fast because they realized that Marty was still alive. Yes, they've they realized okay. that the and and so now it's interesting because like it can still it can still be salvaged. Yep. But they need to kill Marty. <laughs> but Marty's been apparently Marty's going like Rambo. I was gonna say yes. Apparently Marty's been figuring stuff out this whole time <laughs> that we haven't been seeing I love him. That. Love his little adventure. Yeah. Right. He, he extends his he extends his special bong and wraps up the chain and takes the guy's bear trap away. Weed to the rescue. Yes. Yep. He's found, so it's like fully the fourth wall is broken. We basically know all the information about they had to set up this scenario. It had to be of their own free will that they went to make the gods happy, um, to keep the old gods from coming back, basically. So this is like a blood sacrifice, but a modern one. And they even make jokes. Say they're like, remember when we used to be able to just throw a girl in a volcano? Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> call it a day. So much simpler. Oh, it's like, it's so smart and it's so funny. And uh, so Marty pulls Dana down into the grave because he's already been doing some figuring out. Yeah. And he's found it. It suddenly looks like, you know, the basement of a of a big building or something. Yeah. Now it mm -hmm. looks like a building, not like the woods anymore. And he's been tinkering with the like electrical box and figured out that there's an elevator that he can make. Move. He thinks he can hotwire. <laughs> and he did. Yep. I'd be afraid of plummeting to my death. Yep. Got to learn that just in case. Um, and then it's like a Willy Wonka elevator because it goes like in all these different directions. Oh, yeah. It doesn't just go up and down. It's a wonka vader. Yeah. You're right. It's like a horrible, terrifying wonka vader. <laughs> yeah, only slightly scarier than the real Willy Wonka. I was going to say, the real one's pretty scary. Yeah. It's like the boat scene. Yes. But also the elevator scene just like merged together. So you're right. We get a tour, an amazing tour of all these different scary monsters that the agency had ready to go. There's a pinhead stand into yeah. who I really like. I love it. Have you I seen have you it. seen his name in the credits, Kate? Is it what is it? What do they call him? His name is Fornicus, the god of bondage and pain. <laughs> Ooh, Fornicus. So it's like, yeah, hundred percent. Glad we didn't open that one up. <laughs> yeah. Would have been a very different movie. Yeah, that's true. Mm. <laughs> And yeah, like the classic, very misty ghost. Um, true, Sea true. lamprey ballerina. 
hookworm ballerina. Hookworm <laughs> ballerina. Um, and who? Oh, who else did did we see in that little bit? Uh, the werewolf. Oh, yeah, which is a it was one. a nice. It was a nice werewolf. Nice it looked really werewolf. good. It, it was a good looking werewolf. There are bad werewolves and good werewolves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Season one, season two, uh, mm-hmm. Buffy, bad werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough for these monster of the week shows. Oh, it really is. It really is. So they're, they're coming through, they see all the monsters, and then eventually it stops. All the agencies freaking out because they basically have to make sure that they die both probably at this point. But, but that, Marty first. Marty first. Or right? else. So they're sending in like SWAT type guys. A police officer basically is there and, and they come through or it's probably a security guard. And Marty's like, help yeah. us. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. And they kill him. Well, yes, they do. Right? Like, that was kind of hardcore. They do, they do what they got to do. At this they point. do what they got to do, yeah. Definitely survival instincts. Them versus us. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty quickly that they get themselves in a room. Control room. Where they can unlock all the elevators. And, and this Dana is funny. has another line. Let's get this uh, party well, started. Well, I was going to say, they say that line like four times in the movie. They do? Yeah, all different times. Oh. They, the people in the agency oh. say it at one point. Let's get the party started. Yeah. And Kurt says it like when they're having a party or whatever it says, like, let's get this party started. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So they say it like a bunch of times. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That went right over my head. Jeez. That's all right. Kate caught it. The girls caught it. Okay. Yeah, that's good. And they release all the nightmares, which is just, it's amazing. Right. Yes. So I think, I think that, I would want to be killed by one of the big creatures. That would just get it done with quick. Yeah. One swallow and you're done. Yeah, more like an animal than anything, yeah. Ooh, but I wonder what kind of a stomach a snake has. Because it would oh, swallow like you. Grind. Oh, wait. Do you know what kind of stomach a snake has? It, it swallows you whole. You'll probably suffocate. Um, you'll be constricted. You're, so you won't be able to breathe. And then it'll just digest you. See, that's terrible. It's, it's pretty quick, though. Well, I will take it over the clowns. <laughs> okay, you know that's I mean? yeah. a good point. That clown is creepy yeah, as least, hell. At least I'm away from the scary <laughs> visions. I'm just like slowly dying in a tube. I'll take that over like clowns cutting me open and playing with my intestines. Slowly dying in a tube. <laughs> yep. Or there were like people doing surgery on people. Yeah. Like, it was just there a really people, fun like, scene. Torturing people. Yeah. Really fun. Really fun. <laughs> and then fun really delightful. <laughs> and then. And then Dana ends up actually killing the one guy. Hadley. And he says, kill him. And she she seems to pause on that, right? Like, it takes it to heart somewhat and is like, why would he tell me to do that? Because why? Because obviously we don't know everything that's fucking going on here. They figured out that that, that they are being targeted, that this is part of a, yeah, this is a program. So why would they say that? Like, it really would give you give you pause and also think of all the shit you've just seen yes you can't you're going to a cabin in the woods at your friend's house and you have seen trees eating people <laughs> like people with chainsaws for hands you're right um like you're like maybe makes sense <laughs> yeah who knows they could say anything these people his dying breath though you know <laughs> to say that with your dying breath is good point some weight I like the scene where his friend died too, the other guy, 
because he gets blown apart by um, a grenade and then he's kind of concussed and all that. And there's this, it's almost like poetic and it's going, things are going slow and out from the mist comes a merman like you want to see, but it's like disgusting. Mother. It's like got a big fat fish head. Like, and careful what you it wish for. It looks so good. It was wild. And it the blowhole blow for the blood. Yeah. that comes out of the blowhole. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. I love that uh, Sigourney Weaver is the uh, oh my God. director, which is just great. Oh, my God. That was yeah. such a good choice. Yeah, great. Our queen. Yes. <laughs> and she's got such like, it's so great because she's like, obviously, so horror because of Alien. Alien. And. She's also got, like, gravitas that is required for the director, I feel like. Yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> she's perfect. She's, like, every everyone's, like, dead and, like, dismembered. And she's in her little business suit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's in the power. She's a whistle. Yes, you're right. And her hair's, like, nicely, like, coiffed. <laughs> she's got a little flip. Not a hair out of place. Yeah. Makeup, no smear. She's here for business. And I'm like, okay, queen. Yes. And she's calm. You're right. You guys are right. And then she explains everything to them. And what choice do you think you would have made? Would you have just turned the gun on Marty? And- You're right. So so if Dana were to kill Marty, she could maybe save, save the world the from the world. gods coming back because they want to see the sacrifice play out in the right way. So, yeah, Kate, you're if you were in Dana's position, then what are you going to do? And so I'm Dana, meaning Marty is a lifelong friend of mine. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, not to put too fine a point on it, but Ariana is Marty. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is a fine point to put on <laughs> killer to save the world oh uh, but yeah but then like everyone that everyone that i love might die exactly i i wouldn't i wouldn't because it, this system has to stop like, okay mm-hmm. same as they thought yeah this system has to stop and i'd be real sad about it but whatever we'll all be dead in a minute okay yeah you, that's a good perspective and i think uh that that tracks for sure and i appreciate you being honest because i think you also said I think I heard you say this week that despite never seeing any of your family or friends again, you would also get abducted by aliens. Yes. I remember you saying that. <laughs> I did say that. Listen, <laughs> you're not going to go. No, no I, I totally understand. To <laughs> Suck me up there. I want to see it. I'm good. I, I like my see. life. But you're also good it's- at taking the most exciting choice so the most exciting choice in both those scenarios yeah Yeah. yes aliens yes evil gods destroy the the world world for sure (laughs) yeah do it destroy the world let's see (laughs) i'm like i'm good what are you guys gonna do are you gonna you're gonna kill marty well it's a mm, it's reasonable it really is reasonable i think i i think i would kill marty i mean i I, unfortunately and it is so unfair for marty to die which is like that's her initial thought she goes to kill Marty, but then because she's she's ravaged by yep. a werewolf, she kind of loses yeah. sight of that. I was hoping them. the werewolf would come back. It looked good. It is a good yeah. werewolf, I have to say. Yeah, it comes back in action. Bite classic num, place num, to num. bite someone, right? Oh, right on right the there. right on the meat by the neck. Yeah, the neck very good yeah, spot yeah. connection, like there. the jugular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, right where you don't want to get bit by a werewolf. Uh, and so what ends up happening is like Dana eventually um, she's she's subdued by the werewolf. So Marty's alive. And then Sigourney Weaver ends up falling into the pit where the well, gods she are. Doesn't, she she gets attacked by no, she gets an axe right to the back of her from, head from uh, Patience Buckner from though. the one armed. Patience Which I was Buckner. thinking it'd be hard to wield, wield an axe with that amount of force with only one arm without your good arm, too. I think she's had some practice. <laughs> yeah. You're right. That's thinner blood. That's her strong arm right there. <laughs> yeah, it had to be. 
yeah, and then basically the movie ends because the the yeah, uh, Dana just... and Marty choose not to sacrifice either one of each other. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we see the big god arm kind of burst right through the tunnel and blows apart the cabin. I thought that was such a cool last visual. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I like that there's a consequence. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it happens. It's not vague. Yeah. yeah. It's not one of those horror movies that's like, well, what do you think happened? Yeah, like, do you think that yeah. it was true? Do you think that there really were evil gods? It's like, yes, there oh, were. God, no. Here comes its hand. <laughs> not one of those. Hundo Because for a while, you're like, well, what if this? What if they're all just like some sort of group psychosis? Like, yeah. <laughs> 100%. And then you're like, oh, um, no, I think they mean business. Like, as soon as they start losing and they pull out the real firepower, you're like, Oh, they mean business. you're right. You're right. Mm, I think there is a demon. I yeah, think there's a god in the ground. There's I certain think of do it. Want it to be asleep. Oh well. Yeah, and we get the big god hand, and it kicks us right into like a, a nine inch nails song, and <laughs> the credits roll. Oh, hell just yeah! So cool. Like, what a great way to end the movie. And I'm not always like an action horror kind of person. Mm-hmm. I find action movies in general to not be my favorite. Me either. And so same. There's like same. a lot of like fight scenes and stuff like that. I get bored easily. I w- I'm never bored watching this movie. No, no way. It's so fun. It's too witty. Yes, exactly. There's a lot here for a lot of people, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what did you guys think of the metaphor of this movie? Like, is that something that... <laughs> what metaphor? Oh, okay. Metaphor? Because of society. I don't know. Because, yeah, we live society. in a society. Yeah. We live in a society. Okay. I'll... This is not a well-kept secret either. Um... So the gods are us, the agency, the agency is the film industry, right? And so it's it's also like kind of being like, why do you like these movies? Why do they have to play out like this and stuff? And it's like, they need it. This is the way they need to see it happen. And they need the, they require the blood. They demand it (laughs) and all this stuff. And it's, yes, I do. Not that I, not that it makes me feel bad, but I'm like, oh, cool. It's self-referential all the way through. That is really fun. I like being the god. I'm like, more. <laughs> yeah. You did it wrong. Now I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> yeah. I, I require more blood. <laughs> more blood. Oh, I absolutely love this movie. I think it I think it took me a while to even get onto it. And you really liked I it. I did. Yeah. You told me I'd love it. And uh, yeah, you were right. Ah. Uh, oh, that's that's so cute that you guys like know what each other would like. Sure, sure. Like we actually, it's come up a few times with Midnight Mass that we've been like, I know you like this scene and we haven't been watching it together. Yes, yes. Yeah, because it's just like we kind of know each other's sensibilities and the things that would especially strike us charming or cute. Yes. So Kate, tell us your final thoughts on on Cabin in the Woods. I think that it's going to be, I think that at the, for for the time when this came out, mm-hmm. this was like a revolutionary kind of movie. Yeah. And that like it, it was like really going in by horror for horror at a time where I think we're mostly getting a lot of like jump scare horror and supernatural horror. You're right. You know, you know, things like The Conjuring, Insidious, things that I like, but things that aren't um, necessarily kind of stretching the boundaries of horror. And I'm always about like pushing those boundaries of horror. I think that it did what it wanted to do very smartly. And I don't mm-hmm. think that another movie is going to be able to do something similar to this. I think that kind of they did it as best as it can be done. I might be surprised later. Great point. For, for this being the first kind of movie to do that. Yeah, you're I right. I think you're they right. They did it really big. The fact that this movie, I'm, I'm grateful for the names that were involved just because 
it got them that $30 million budget to yeah. really execute this on such a large scale. Very true. And that's hard to do. That's so hard to sell to like a production studio to do something different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially like a genre movie. So um, I think that this hit the nail right on the head. And I think the performances are really good. I think the writing is perfect. And I like how it ends. <laughs> yeah. I think that Kate just nailed it. That's absolutely. I agree with everything you just yep. said. <laughs> I think I think you're Yay! I think you're just right. And like when you talk about it being like such a change and doing something so different and kind of like mm-hmm. boundary pushing, it's like the first scream in that way. Yes. And again, I agree. and yes. And I don't, and I don't think anything else has done it as good as that either. So I agree. I think yeah. it's kind of a singular movie for that reason. Scream was more yes. subtle. This one's obviously yeah. over the top on purpose, it, you know? Done done to perfection. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so do you have any final thoughts? Just that I absolutely love this movie. I mean, it, it's... Ah! It's so fun. I think that this could be a good, I I tried to maybe get my wife to watch it. She didn't want to, but I think she could have, you know what I mean? Like it it has the horror tropes. There are some tense scenes and stuff, but it's just so fun to watch. And you'll be able to sleep that night. A hundred percent. Yeah. It it resolves in such a funny, happy way. Not happy, but in such a pleasing (laughs) way. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I just think it's incredible. And I, I came to this movie too late, but this is, uh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll probably it. rewatch it every year, I'm sure. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I, I watch it a lot, so. <laughs> yeah. It's a comfort movie. You just put it on. That's and it. Have a exactly. laugh. Like, Marty's on screen. Let me just go. <laughs> go take yeah, love. okay. Marty, obviously the MVP. Yes. And he, I think oh, yeah. the archetype of Marty, the blueprint, is Randy. So yes, I yes. think that that <gasps> is. Such a Randy. Yeah. Right? yeah. So Such I think that that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah, so Kate, we'd like to thank you so much for yeah. coming on our podcast. It was it was a pleasure, and we uh, we really uh, just appreciate you sharing your time with us. Thank you so much. Oh my god, the pleasure was all mine. Again, you guys are, have a great thing going here. I love that I got to be a little part of it and yes. talk about such a fucking great movie. <laughs> yeah, I know at the beginning of this, Jen is like, oh, you know, we're always just agreeing with each other, <laughs> and then we're like, did you like this part? Did you like this part? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I had a really fun time. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, and to our listeners, thank you so much for joining us. Please check out um, the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. Uh, it's a fantastic yes, podcast, and it's uh, it's heavy in Jen and I and my rotation. Yep. Thanks for listening. Yeah, take care, everyone. Bye. Stay spoopy, guys. <laughs>